Goose! <laughs> Propel the candy! <laughs> Here comes the children! I can't feel it! I'm just thinking of his face, the glasses. His he, cheeks are always so rosy. Puffy, right? Very, very Dutch. <laughs> Goose! Goose! It's those kids to our latest edition of the Fantasy Soccer FC Podcast. This is David Smith with... Scott Weeby. Brian Shusko. Dave. Yeah? We just got through a five-day football feast. There were Premier League matches on Saturday, Sunday, skip Monday. We had matches on Tuesday and Wednesday. And you know what the saddest part about it all was? No. no. As the matches progressed throughout the five days, I just got more and more depressed. Depressed because of what reason? My fantasy soccer dreams oh. were slipping away. I, it, this doesn't make any sense anymore. I have been so annoyed. Like, there's so many weeks where there's annoying things, but this week, the last two weeks have been so annoying, so horrible. You, I mean, I don't even. I mean, you. We think at times we know what we're talking about, and we do the research, and it's all a educated guess. But then you put your team out there, and poo happens. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, no, the guys that score don't score. The perfect matchups don't do anything. Arsenal keeps crapping the bed. I, I don't know. I thought that's where you were going to go straight to. Your I was trying not to. I was trying to leave that out. Your depression is solely attached to you. <sighs> it's, it's fresh. so annoyed. I, it's fresh. It, it hurts. Talk about, and I know I get wrapped up in... in my team in the games, whatever. But it literally like ruins ruins days yeah. for me. Sometimes I mean I think about it and not let it. But it you just really you just keep it on the inside. The the pain so is, is on the inside. You don't let it you don't you don't you don't yell at your family members and take uh, out on them, right? I mean, I mean, there's, I none of us have ever done that. I can't, <laughs> yeah, I can't say that there hasn't been like you know, my wife looks at me and goes, uh, Arsenal lost today, didn't they? I'm like, oh, yeah, maybe I should tone it down a bit. Um, <laughs> no, it's, anyways, whatever. We We've all get, been there. Wait, wait, that does can, lead me to another question, though. We can get though. into that later. You, you mentioned that, you know, you feel joy in Arsenal victories and, and angst in Arsenal losses. Mm. I go through the same ups and downs with Liverpool yeah. wins and losses. Brian, yes. who makes you feel yes, that way? Yes, 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 yes. I felt that way. I I definitely feel that way whenever, uh, whenever, I've I think I felt that way a lot whenever, uh, what, whenever? coaches when a coach falls down, <laughs> I feel that way. <laughs> that tends to make me feel more than I normally feel. Um, You're of course referring to Louis Van Hall. But other than that, there's uh, there's only there's only one or two teams that'll really Scott, get me. Right I know what your heart. angle is. <laughs> yes, and I want you to read right here on the bottom of this page <laughs> on my notes for everyone. And we did not talk sure. about this. Go ahead, read, we did read not. that right there. All right, it says, "Quote: Brian must choose hammers or spurs." Yes, Brian. At some point oh, before on. this don't, season is over, I'm sorry. Me. For no. years, for years, Brian has has been introduced into the joy and has enjoyed He's been everything the that the Premier League has to offer without ever 
publicly yes. choosing I'm... his favorite club. Don't make me do this. <laughs> okay. It might not have to be today, but at some point, Scott and I already feel like you had you are starting to create this place in your heart. Oh yeah. For for West Ham or Spurs, I feel like Spurs might have the lead a little bit, but I feel like West Ham holds a place there as well. We I'm just we, we pointed out that those are the one those are the two clubs that he will constantly text and and in chat with us about while they're going on. He's definitely watching their matches like every game. Every, every single game. Time. And listen, he Ryan is a is a Pittsburgh fan, the working class uh, city, the Steel City. That's true. Uh, the That's Steelers, true. the West Ham Hammers, mm. and the Hammers are a that, blue collar. Yeah, I didn't mm. even think of the West connection. Ham is a blue collar town. Yes, between hammering into... and steel. <laughs> That's an important. There's something to connection. this. The blue, we can explore this more some other it's day. It's the blue collar nature of the working class. I'm just saying. I feel a connection there. We can talk about it more. After we talk about the matches. <laughs> good, good segue. You're trying to get us through to the matches. All right, let's do it. We're going to talk about all ten matches that occurred on Tuesday and Wednesday, focusing on those recent matches so that you have the most updated information for this coming weekend. And we are going to we're going to start with the, the league leaders and work all the way down to Stoke and Newcastle, the one I got wrong. <laughs> all right, so let's get started. But no one, no one surely was going to bring that up. <laughs> no, not to much. drag teams back into it. But don't, don't count Stoke out, dark horse candidate for the for the, the Potters top place in my heart. The Potters, the Potters, That's true. Hey, listen, interesting. You, now listen, that is a good point. The Potters are the typical blue. I mean, they are the stereotypical blue cat. What's wrong with me? Blue, blue, blue cat. Cats, blue class. <laughs> Yes, blue, blue collar. Blue. Thank you. Oh my blue gosh. collar. I think, though, to save Dave here for a second. Thank you. I think it's less about the blue collar nature of Stoke, and it's all about Arnautovic's man bun. Oh, that doesn't help. <laughs> On to the match. Has there ever been a good man bun for the ever look? Beckham, maybe Beckham was the only man bun that yeah. looked good. I mean, you have to. Andy Carroll, maybe. Mm-mm. No. No. no, no. I know I was joking when I said that, but still, like. Just thought maybe we, we took you very seriously. Was, yes, you did. Yeah. All right. Hey, shut up, man. <laughs> Andy Carroll's man bun is not the best. I love Andy Carroll. On to the matches. <laughs> I don't know if I'm ready for this yet. All right, fine. Let's go to the matches. <laughs> Lester two, West Brom two. West Brom don't a hate, resurgence over these last two match weeks. Don't hate the baggies. I'm telling you, I think five goals over the last two matches for West Brom, that's pretty impressive. Well, what's the common denominator there? Saido Barahino is trying. He is trying. Rondon is strong. He is a bull. (laughs) He is strong. (laughs) Robert Huth, who's like 6'4", bounced off him like he was Philip Coutinho or something. Like, it was... It was unbelievable. Robert Huth is not small. Not at all. I think looking at Robert Huth, it reminds me that maybe this is a, this might be a mean thing to say. He has the look of the what I imagine Dr. Frankenstein imagined whenever he was mentally preparing his monster. That that, that was the that, that was the ideal monster he could create. 
Robert, Robert, who? Yeah, like that. I see it. I so see it now. That like I don't like the perfect Frankenstein. You know what I mean? Like the perfect monster that works something. Frankenhuth. Huth is Huth is a big dude, and you're right, Rondon. I don't know if it was he the angle. He might as well be Jerome Bettis. Rondon just like tossed him aside. You know what? Like he was nothing. It was a little bit like uh, like Yaya Torre throwing Adam Lallana, yeah. like just <laughs> like a doll, just like tossed him <laughs> to the side. It was amazing. No, but Rondon's goal was just pure physicality. It was. It was. So that eleventh minute, then then Drinkwater follows that with a. A garbage goal. Yeah, lucky um, drink water. A deflection goal. Crazy, put crazy spin on it that looped up the one keeper. Scott, one that you say he earned. Drink water. I mean, he's played really well uh, over the majority of this middle middle half of the season, and so uh, yeah, I mean, maybe he's, you know he was getting some some uh, you know he got the goal for uh, making up for uh, all those hard working uh, minutes that he's played over the last several weeks. There should be a separate category for for on the field. I, I know we've said magic with different people, but Rian Mares. That on flick. The, on the field. Yeah, that flick was amazing. But I mean, yeah. just in general, almost every second that he has the ball is like... It's true. It is just mesmerizing. It's that like his legs is, extend um, beyond their normal like length. Like, like, he, like they just kind of like... Grow longer and yeah. shorter as he's stepping over the ball and and charging down the field. It's it's impressive. There aren't many guys who could do that. And, and <laughs> you can see why he's going to be playing for Barcelona next year. He's not playing. He's not leaving the Premier League. <laughs> I'm going to bang that drum. You can bait me into it. It's not happening. I swear. I swear in my life. It, I mean, it could happen, but it's not. <laughs> it's pretty pretty strong oath there, my friend. Um. Well, so Berahino. Yeah, has obviously had a rocky year with with mm. the club, but now is in good standing with Tony Pulis, and um, going forward, fantasy wise, <clears throat> five point four he's worth. His value just went up point oh three, so he was at a five point one. Now his last three games, three seven and three, he did not score, but his presence on the field I think opens up so much. For a lot of what they do, they they plan on on, on playing a very compact style defense, um, mm-hmm. and then they look to counter. And they haven't really had Rondon's a bigger bully of a presence in the middle, but they haven't had a a really someone who can get down the wings and really exploit uh, teams on the counter. Berahino gives them that. Yeah, absolutely. It, it's definitely worth a look. Especially if you're trying to make up some ground here over the last 10 matches of the season. Although I will say, Barahino's not the first guy I'm looking at on the West Brom roster. No. Craig Gardner had two really, really good matches in the midfield. He did. So, so Craig Gardner's last five games, 1-1-0. One, one, in his last two games, to what you're speaking, 12-9. and nine. Yeah. Value is 5.7. It just went up .03. Again, in ESPN standard scoring, what we're, we're, what we're discussing... Um, that's pretty impressive. 
It is, and so you might you might actually find you know a lot of attention is going to go to the strikers naturally. Again, if you're trying to find a place to make up some ground, not a lot of guys are out there picking up Craig Gardner at this point. No, uh, he might be one. I mean, if he's picking up twelve and nine over the last two matches and continues that with any kind of regularity over the months of March and April, you're gonna you're gonna get some points that nobody else is getting. I'm gonna start thinking about, and this will probably be a, a continued theme, as Brian already brought up as the games were going on. But I'm starting to realize that whoever I drop is going to have a fantastic week. Yeah. That is even yeah. what's yeah. more I'm dealing with that. I'm dealing like, with that. Yeah. It's so bizarre. So as soon as I pick up Craig Gardner, you know, he'll poop the bed next week or whatever. <laughs> I've already used that twice, but yeah, there's let's a lot just of... continue to use that. Um, but maybe, maybe you have a problem. <laughs> maybe I do have a problem. Be. I'm not sure this is the medium in which it needs to be discussed. Yeah, but for sure. We're in the circle of friends, and there just happen to be microphones between us. Right, fair enough. <laughs> you can always edit it out. Um, no, so you're right. Gardner is definitely a name that's going to be on no one's radar. I'm looking at it. I'm like, I'm looking at the numbers, but I'm like, I'm not really put Craig Gardner on my team. Probably not. But it's hard to ignore the last couple weeks, um, mm-hmm. especially when you have other guys who have been doing well. Excuse me. Who have been doing well, haven't been doing anything, and we'll get to some of those guys here in a little bit. With uh, with Leicester feeling the pressure, uh, yeah. and obviously they struggled to beat Norwich over the weekend, and then they drew they, with West Brom. Yeah, and yeah. Do you think that they're feeling that pressure to the extent that it's going to have an impact on the fantasy value of some of the guys on their team? It's possible. I is think it, is it I time think, to look more towards defense for Leicester, anticipating um, tighter matches? I don't think they're going to change their style. I think they're going to continue. In my opinion, I think they're going to continue. I, you, your point is valid. Sort of like uh, Chelsea did last year, where they were averaging a lot more goals, and then all of a sudden the goals seemed to dry up, yeah. and they really kind of focused more on. They won a lot of one nil matches. It they did. Like. They won yeah. a lot of one nil, and their draws were zero zero and one one, and they. They didn't lose a whole lot of games closing out, but then again, they didn't win what they were winning, you know, the amount of games they were winning. So, but they won the title with it. And yep. um, there's 10 games left, I think, right? Nine or 10? ten. I should, should know yep. exactly, but. Um, 10 for most. I think, I don't think Ranieri's going to change anything. I think they're going to keep playing. I think them not having Conte hurt them. Uh, because they like to do so much in transition. Conte steals the ball uh, when the other teams have possession, instantly kind of transforming them into the transition soccer going forward. So um, I think Conte being out for a couple games kind of hurt them. But I, I don't... With their defense, their back four, I did make a switch in my lineup. I dropped Hooth, and I've mm-hmm. gone with Christian Fuchs. Mm-hmm. Which makes sense, because he does like to get down the wings. Much more consistent scoring, too. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he he's the guy that, you know, obviously Hooth got the attention when he was scoring goals with his head, his Frankenstein-like head. Franken-Hooth. Yeah. Franken, I like Frankenhuth. From now on, yeah, I that's refer to him as Absolutely happening. Um, but Christian Fuchs has been quietly uh, putting up the fantasy points, and so uh, I, I made that switch in my lineup. Yeah, I also this week. I also did that. It was mostly because he's a little cheaper than Huth. Well, he's now, but then also just his involvement, and he's less owned. I think that's a. I think that's a big part of the strategy. Also, this isn't a bad time to say because Leicester's one of the teams that is not impacted the rest of the season with any other. You in any other. 
matches. No yeah. FA Cup. They're out of they're out of contention for anything. So they have the matches to to play the rest of the way. Do yeah. you want to talk about the FA Cups? Uh, any of the the postponements? We can. Uh, which I mean, <clears throat> your point is extremely valid, and I haven't looked far enough ahead. But all the FA Cup postponements uh, in the schedules coming up, Ryan, I think you said there were eight or uh, eight teams, so four games are being postponed. Um, which, again, you got to keep an eye on this because you, it's the it's the uh, the double edged sword, if you will. You need to have make sure that that obviously you field a starting lineup, right? So you don't want to. You're going to have a lot of guys sitting, but then again, you also, when it flips back around, you want to have those players in the double game weeks. You're so going to have to saving really pay transfers to right when those now. postponements are rescheduled to yes. know when those, those double matches are going to occur. Yes, because those will be huge, huge weeks. And those are huge catch up <clears throat> weeks, too. If you nail your captain on a double week, you can really make up a ton of points. Yeah. Mm, the good. only teams, it will be in two weeks, it would be, well, it would be match week 30. The only teams that are that are playing, it would be Burnmouth, Swansea, Arsenal, Ooh. West Brom. But that could change depending on West, depending on Arsenal's yeah, Arsenal and Hull could draw all. again. Which you, would be a couple weeks ago, you would have said they would advance, but they've. I don't. Their know. form is not exactly stellar at the moment. As they're they're the, breaking your heart. Let's just call it like it is. They're breaking your heart. We're, we're, we'll get to that game. Villa, and, Aston Villa and Tottenham. Yeah. Leicester, Newcastle, Norwich, Man City, and Stoke, Southampton. Those are the guaranteed games yeah. in mm. two weeks. So yeah. those are the teams that are guaranteed to be playing. Everyone else is out, and that's a lot of people. Yeah. Yeah, it's going to be tricky. Yeah. So, but, le- but the point being that Leicester is one of those teams with – Great attacking options, a solid defense. Yep. You would say, I think, maybe tr- shoot for th- having all three to max out on a team like that, or Tottenham. Yeah. Tottenham. Might want to think oh. about them. Oh. Well, that's an interesting uh, mention of Tottenham there. Let's move on to the next match. The one I'm referring to is the Brian Chesco Derby. Sure. West Ham oh. won. Oh, man. Brian, Tottenham have, you ever, have you ever been more torn in a game? It was, it Were your was, emotions all over the place? It was a little hard to watch. Who were you cheering for as you were watching this match? When West Ham scored, were you happy? Were you sad when Spurs Here, lost? No, I know so why you're me, happy. I because was, Antonio was going to give us another celebration. Yes. This is two celebrations so in that's, a row so that's, that have been awesome. So that so, so that's the that's part of the tearing me apart. Sure. Is that it was Antonio that scored and who I who I gleefully sold <sighs> two weeks me ago too. to get that extra money. I made a bunch of moves. More than I better have my money. Well, yeah, that's not how I was going to say it, but yeah, that's that's what I did. So I sold Antonio, and of course, like we said, he's had back to back tens, right? Yeah, and he's great. I mean, it's, it seems like he scores at home every single time. That's the key. At he home. is a he loves, home. He, he's a homer. He is. I think he scored five in his last seven home matches. He's a homer, five goals in his last homer seven Simpson. home matches. Well, see, he's, he's homer the Simpson, first half's Winaldum. It's what he is. But it's Homer oh. Simpson by way of Curly Howard. That's a Three Stooges dance. That was something that Curly Howard did on the Three Stooges forever ago. That it was that, amazing. You talking about? Said, yeah, when he spun around on the ground because that was Homer. Homer did that in the 
he, Simpsons. He too, had a, a good interview. So, so a reporter asked him about it, and he said he said that he had he had actually planned that. Uh, well, he well, failed to tell his teammates because they were so confused. <laughs> no, like, I, I fully condone. No, I fully condone. I fully condone the celebration. I just thought it was funny that there was it was a direct Hold direct on. to Homer. Hold on, I'm picturing now. There was a moment when Mikhail Antonio was in his hotel room spinning on the floor like this? I think so. That's what he alluded to. Anybody that has seen that episode of The Simpsons has done that before. See, I'm, I'm absolutely sure of it. <laughs> I, can say, I speak from experience, dude. Uh, oh, man. So, the point is, <clears throat> yes. it was sad to watch Antonio score another goal, mm. but it was awesome because he's so good. Yeah. Is he still worth picking up? Yes, I, I feel like he ha- I feel like a complete. Ju- All right, so his last five games, ten three three ten ten. See, I'm glad you said yes because I just picked him up. As you should. Yeah. I won't because I'm short <laughs> on transfers, and I dropped him, which is yeah. so like just be patient sometimes, right? And, and I think that's one of the hardest things in fantasy at times. Who are you patient with? Who are you waiting for them to come back to you? Like right now. Barkley has been garbage for the last four weeks. Yes. I guarantee you, if I sell him this week, he'll have a 20-point week. <laughs> I did sell him, so I'm hoping you're wrong. Oh, my gosh. Uh, West Ham's upcoming matches at Everton, Watford, at Chelsea, Crystal Palace, and then Arsenal. I think Lester. that Watford game is getting postponed. I oh, think. Yeah. I think. So I, I think it's, I think it's at Everton, at Chelsea, Palace, Arsenal. And then Watford whenever they reschedule. Yep, that's correct. Well, either way, there are there is there's potential there for points. West Ham's good enough that you could almost I mean, if you find the right guys on West Ham, then that's that's the tricky part, right? You it's don't know who's gonna who play. Had and what a, position they're gonna play. I mean Kuyate was in the back three. It's this true. Week. I was gonna say, so that was uh, another thing that uh Billich kinda whipped out of his back pocket. I'm pretty was sure Antonio played as a wing back, right? He did. So Cresswell and Antonio were playing as wing backs and they played with a back three that really threw Tottenham off. I mean and and the I especially remember watching it and the commentators were like, you know, this is this is sort of like no one expected this. Like when they showed the formation of the team to start the game, it was nothing like like that. No. The formation they took on the field. Uh, Cresswell is in fantasy soccer as a defender. He's naturally a, a defender. But he plays. But he played as a wing back, and he plays very aggressive. He, he comes yeah. forward a lot. He had a lot of chances on goal. A couple of them were close-ish. Uh, but he has value as a defender, especially if they're going to keep employing him as a wing back where he can bomb forward on these runs like he did. Yeah. I thought other than Payet and Antonio... Cresswell was the one who I've owned forever. I don't know that I ever. I don't think. I'm pretty sure I had him most of the first segment. I definitely own him this time. I don't think he's coming out of my lineup again mm. un- until the postponed. Well, weeks. so if you're maxing out on West Ham players, and and I, I mean I do right now. I'm, I've got my limit of three. What three are you buying? Because well, we haven't talked about a striker yet, and we used to talk always about the guys. Up front, who were scoring the goals, but now we're shifting back. It seems these guys are still scoring goals, but mm-hmm. we're talking about we've talked about Antonio. We haven't mentioned Dimitri Payet, but he's obviously, he's obviously in there. I, yeah, I, and Aaron Cresswell. Yeah. Aaron Cresswell. I don't. I mean, if Lanzini is playing the entire match, as long as he's out there, Lanzini was also really good. I, I don't. I mean, that's. A, a I don't lot know of, if that's going to happen though. Him staying out there the whole. Yeah, time. I mean, he he gets. Subbed out pretty pretty quickly. Last yeah. two games, Lanzini hasn't scored, but he got you know four points apiece. I, I don't think you can go wrong 
with the West Ham players. I think for me, Antonio, Payet, um, Cresswell, and uh, I mean uh, any of those choices are good. Yeah. And, and then even if you want um, Coyote too, he's still even though even if he drops back and plays in defense, he, he still will be up on set pieces. Um, yeah. I so don't know. there's I. He's, I think there's he's another one of the value. Least attractive options to me. Well, I would agree. He's he's one of those players that is he catches your eye when you're watching the match. He does great things for his club, but not for your fantasy yeah. roster. It seems. Mm-hmm. It was um, the Spurs have had the best defense all year. They've only let in 22 goals. <clears throat> and uh, another thing, another stat that uh, I saw, which was West Ham had not lost at home since August. Mm. That's that's pretty impressive. Yeah, and maybe out, you know they like the bubbles. They like to, you know, they like Inspiring. to see the bubbles in the air, and mm-hmm. it inspires them. I, I I don't know. It seems like a weird stat. I feel like there was a, a lot of weird stats that I ended up seeing seeing this week. We talked a lot about Deli Ali on the Spurs side. He's working through some injury issues, so mm-hmm. if you were missing him uh, during either of Tottenham's matches, that would be why. Uh, he did come in and, as a substitute yeah. in this one. Um, but didn't make much impact. No, I mean, for me on the Tottenham <clears throat> side, um, Erickson, Kane, Alderweireld, uh, Wimmer. I mean, I think all those guys still hold. Um, lucky still hold Kevin Wimmer. Yes, very lucky. <laughs> very could lucky. have been sent off. Could have been. I don't think he should have been, but he could have been. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. I I did actually. I sold. Two Spurs players this Did week. I'm, well, I'm in panic mode. I mentioned the depression up front, sure. lest anyone forget. Sure. Um, that I mean, that's just sports depression, not real depression. You all understand the difference. Yeah. Um, I sold Alderweireld and I sold Deli Ali. I know that that might be wrong, and that you know, of course, now Spurs are going to win like 17 nil. Sure. This week. Um, and Erickson, the one I kept, won't score any of those goals. Erickson didn't look that great against West Ham. I thought. I thought. I was going to say that Erickson has looked the best of anyone Up on until the West team. Ham, I would have agreed with you. It, I just felt like it wasn't his best game. They were all, every, I felt like everyone for Tottenham well, was let, sloppy in that Let's ask the same question. Until they were bombing forward yeah. towards the end. Let's ask the same question about Tottenham that we asked about Leicester. They are not notoriously known as a title-chasing team, but yet here they are, second place in the yeah. table, three points behind Leicester. Are they going to feel the pressure to the extent that it should affect our fantasy decisions? We said no about Leicester, but you're you're pausing right now on Spurs. And I get it. I totally get it. That's why I sold two of them. I think it will depend on whether or not Harry Kane decides he wants to play soccer or racquetball. Because his eyewear, his mask, looks like he just walked off a 1970s racquetball court. Or a really poor production of The Phantom of the Opera. Yeah. Like, out of all the masks... And listen, he's not the greatest looking guy anyway. It's like he kind of looks a little odd. It's the teeth. Uh, even with his mouth closed, like his face is just oddly shaped. But when you add the weird little racquetball thing on, it just isn't a great combination. Well, the clear mask, and anybody that was wearing the clear one, it pinches the face a little bit weirdly compared to the darker mask. It's just not a good look for really anybody. See, in Costa, it, 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 it incited fear into the hearts of opponents. With Kane, he probably just got laughed at a little bit. It was John Terry, I think, also had a clear mask. Mm. And then he looked ridiculous. <sighs> I think it's I think it's the it's clear, the clear mask. mask that just makes you look ridiculous. Listen, you will not find better broken nose mask 
coverage than you will on this podcast. All right, real quick. I say (laughs) the clear mask is worse. I say it's not. Um, Mark Noble, somehow. Yes, he looked really good, too. He he has looked good. And he's scored, but he's got a laser on his leg. Mm -hmm. He keeps unleashing shots from, like, Steph Curry range. But feet and yards, you know, kind of multiply. That's, that's why he hasn't scored, though. Those are high-risk, high-reward yeah. type shots. But he's, he's forcing keepers into, like, ridiculous They are, they so are having the, to do that. He's the middle-class man's John Joe Shelby. He, he is, yeah. That's a good point. Not really the poor man's, because he's a slight step up. But he's sure. not, certainly not the rich man's sure. John Joe Shelby. Sure, sure, sure. <laughs> no one would ever mistake I Mark sold, Noble for that. I sold Della Ali as well from Tottenham. Oh, wait, are we going back to West Ham? <clears throat> no, no, no. We're we're all over the place. We, Go ahead. We need to. We need to. We need to move on. What I'm but, saying is for Tottenham. But why? This is the Brian Chesco Derby. It deserves extra special. No, what I'm saying, he can't give up I, this game. I saw Della Ali as well this past week, and I think it was. Oh, I think Darby. it was. I think it was a little bit the injury and just and recent form. Is it because he's he's 18, right? 18, 19 years old. Is is youth part of this too? I mean. He's not used is to he gonna, playing this many matches, say, right? is it gonna, it's, is that, Isn't that a concern for any young player? Absolutely. Or somebody that's relatively new to the... to the Only because he's been endurance. playing all year. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. So like Marcus Rashford, you're not worried about it because he's just starting to play at the top level. Mm-hmm. Obviously, he's been playing matches. He's been playing, but he's 18. But, but yeah, I just Rashford. Think, so the so one of the reasons why... Stupid Rashford. <laughs> Sorry to break We're, We'll get to that. Uh... It doesn't no, take Erickson, much to get I, to uh, sensitive players. I test, for me, Erickson was the play. I don't know okay. how Harry Kane did not score yes. 14 times yeah. in well, the last two weeks. And you have to wonder, strikers, they're streaky sometimes. Sure. And, and, is Kane and just anyone, out of form? Right. Any, yeah, exactly. And is there any, time left to find it back? Yeah, I think so, sure. Okay. Why not? Mm. So do you, own, do you own a Harry Kane right I now? I do. I did, I've kept Harry Kane yeah. and, and same. What, but if, and if you had Jamie Vardy, it's the same thing. You're a little disappointed. If you had Sergio Aguero, it's the same yeah. thing. There's just a I'm bunch not, of guys that that happens. I'm with. not pulling Kane in my lineup. He should have no. scored. And you know, maybe the mask is messing with him a little bit. I don't know. For in Erickson's favor, though, I think the big the big thing, even though he's more expensive than than he's expensive, he's eight full dollars, eight million dollars. <laughs> He's only 17% owned. So comparative to Ali, who's at 46%. Yeah, that doesn't make any sense. So he's so he's a... I think it's just because he was so cheap and he was so well, good, good for that long. Good he was a really good value. Yeah. But what I'm saying is I think going forward, I'd rather have Erickson at, for, from right this second. But it was hard to get there. Yeah. yeah. And I was it would have been the play, and I made some... All right, Brian, you, you and I are just going to back away slowly. As we turn it over, we need a theme song for this next next match. Special theme song. What's the what's taps? Can we get some taps to play? Yeah, sure. Arsenal one, Swansea two. Uh, you mentioned taps. Does that mean that you think the title hopes are, are no? Dead? Amazingly, not. All right. So, yeah, there there's a huge part of me uh, that is really disappointed. Right. This is this is what I I have like. On the on the bottom of my notes, like on every page, there were so many lucky poo goals that happened this weekend. And you know what never happens in Arsenal games? Arsenal never gets any luck. They never get any luck <laughs> goals. It's always against them. I should have backed away further. Yeah, oh my just gosh. He's he's looking a little intense at us right now. Just, I wish. Be glad you're not in the same room as him. 
to have some of the cr- garbage that went on in the United game where they played horrible. Mm-hmm. And then, because I think they went into the United game thinking that they were going to be fine, all right? Sure. They thought, United's putting out their under-18s. We should be able to beat them. Mm-hmm. And so they just walked on the field, and next thing you know, they're down, and they're chasing, and they don't, they don't do anything. The Swansea game, they come into it, they played really well. And it, it was not the same team that played against In the first United. half. I mean, it faded as they went on. It did, it, did, it did fade, which was really, really disappointing. It's just, I don't know, man. I just get so tired of... It's like when they make a mistake, they're punished more than anyone else when they make a mistake. When they have a turnover around midfield, that is when they're at their most susceptible to get scored on. When they make a mistake, I feel like they're punished so much more than anyone else. In the United match, I felt like the I felt like the announcers in that match said something that was really. It seems to be true of Arsenal every time I've seen them. Yeah. There was a point where I can't remember who who the guy is that's the color commentator yeah. for the for the match, but he he groaned at one point like he actually had like ah like a yeah, frustrated groan yeah the reaction being former arsenal player probably yes. at lee dixon i think it was For, i think he's former saying arsenal player. they just tried to be too perfect that he he said that there was yeah. there were so many times where it seemed like arsenal was just trying to make the perfect pass that they're trying to not make any kind of mistake and trying to make yeah. it like this beautiful perfect football moment yeah. when the obvious thing is the better thing. Instead of trying to make the clever pass or something that's more tricky, why not just take the shot when it presents itself? And he, he it seemed like that was the case. There's no doubt that that was absolutely one of my frustrations. Just get some more extra shots on goal. Mm-hmm. And then maybe you will get some luck. Some luck garbage to go in. Yeah. Um, anyway, so I I could go on and keep complaining uh, about things. You know, there was, and especially the last two weeks, they gave up goals when one of their players got fouled and it didn't get called. Oh. And, and it's like everyone stands and watches for a split second thinking that that call is going to happen. And the other team doesn't stop. They keep going down the field. And you lose one step on someone. They thought Ozil was going to get on the Routledge goal. They thought Ozil was going to mm-hmm. get, which he was tackled. I don't know how it wasn't called, but it wasn't called. And so, you know, within two passes, Routledge is in on goal. It is the best strategy for Urzel. Urzel. Pull him down. I mean, I yeah. think that's clear. If you're going to, if you if you need to take him out of the play, I would say pull him down. Well, they did. And uh, so anyways, I don't know. A couple, couple of injuries for Arsenal in their next match, which is a, uh, a big, big match. They're... Uh, the derby against. Can I, can I say one more thing? Sure, please go. I'm ahead. sorry. I, no, it's all right. Get, la, get off your chest. Last take it. Take a sip of coffee. Take a sip there of coffee. There was a there was a scuffle, and this is one of the biggest things. And I don't know how you fix this, but there's not, in my opinion, a good enough leader on the field. There was a scuffle, a big scuffle, and I don't. I, my anger is overwhelming me. I can't remember who it was for. Check had to come all the way out of the goal, yeah, to separate everyone. And and this was near midfield, and like who are the armband? Someone else in the field step up and do it. Who's the captain? I don't even know. It might have been Marty Sacker. It might have been. I mean, that's the first place he would look to see. It might have been. I don't think Marty Sacker was on the field. I think it was the um, it was the United game. 
uh, I believe it was. Uh, it doesn't matter. Kishoni, whatever. But bottom line is, like you would look to your captain first and foremost for something like that. So if you're not getting it from him, then who are you going to get it from? I mean, from? there was two different scuffs. I'll bet Olivier Giroud's not. I'll bet Memphis Depay was involved. Hmm. I can't remember. Hmm. It doesn't matter. It's all insignificant. They lost a stupid game. Take take a drink. Take a drink of coffee. It's okay. It's all good. It's all good. You guys talk. I'm gonna pour, pour your coffee. coffee. You're gonna hear some coffee noise. This this is necessary right now. Going back, I, we the, we feel the we feel your pain. You guys discuss relevant fantasy news. All right, all right, we got this. So two injuries. Oh, you got something. The only thing I was gonna say is I think that I think you're just seeing the permanent frustration of Ozil. 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 That he I, he has to be in probably a padded room right now just to calm down because yeah. it seems like that guy. I mean, he scores scores and then lost to United. Doesn't do he scores and an assist. He, he hit both. Yeah, he has. He assisted he the well and he assi- Yes, he's the best player. He's he is. Uh, he almost single handedly could make me an Arsenal fan. Whatever has happened to Sanchez? Whatever happened to Hazard has happened to Sanchez. Sanchez cannot put. The, he cannot he the put in the, the that cross. That shot against the crossbar was was. Easily he could not put the ball in the net. Giroud could not put the ball in the net. Yeah. There how does be... Giroud not score on the Murtisacker head back to him? That was a weird... How Murtisacker was up there, the whole thing was weird. I guess they thought... When it says that somebody hit the woodwork, it's a lot of times, if it's a glancing like off the top or whatever, like I have no, I don't know that there was a more solid woodwork Two of them. than Giroud's. Yes. And, the, and Sanchez, yes. when yes. Fabianski's just standing there. Yeah, it didn't do anything, and somehow ricocheted two Fabians. Yeah. <laughs> that was amazing, and he <laughs> caught it. That happened, and he caught it. It was I'm awesome. Saying, like there should be like a like a half point or something yeah. for a solid strike against let's, the woodwork. Let's let's do that in honor of Dave, an honorary fantasy half point. Yes, for both Alexis and Giroux for their shots off the woodwork. Can we do that? It's only fair. All right, fine. All right, let me get to I'm the injury. I'm not sure what news. that's going to give us. <laughs> I mean, what? absolutely nothing in real life, but we're hoping it gives you a little of, bit of, sort of healing, healing salve for your aching heart yeah. until Saturday's start. Right. Oh, last thing, the, the the crazy thing is. Oh, there's more. The crazy thing is, <laughs> they're still in third place. True. Spurs lost. Yes. Yeah. And Leicester only gained a point, and there's ten games left. That's right. So. As much as the sky might be falling, the optimist in me says, you know what? We just. It's second versus third. As I said already, poop the bed multiple times in a row. Mm. You have a head to head derby this weekend. Mm -hmm. You can make up that ground right away. Listen, you better get it done. You better get it done. That's the 745 match. 745, don't wake up late. Don't miss that one. 745 start time. Thank you. I've been known to do that before. Absolutely. Check is out. Koscielny's out. Yeah. That's a big deal for yeah, for that, most fantasy that's a big lineups. Deal. That's, that's a big deal. Well, <clears throat> that's a big deal for Arsenal. I think it's probably a bigger deal for Arsenal than it is fantasy lineups possibly, but yeah, well, it sure. is it is still a big deal. Yeah. And, and I saw Jack a few weeks ago seeing it this schedule. I, it ended up being a good thing because I gained a lot of money when I did, and I brought on Robles, mm. which talk about another annoying thing. We'll get to that We'll game. get to that. We'll get to that. Giving up the last goal, we'll get Robles had eight points. I'm sitting on, on a clean man. sheet. We're, we're there now. <laughs> oh my gosh! The goal scores, and then we'll move on. Joel Campbell for Arsenal, which was that was a nice goal. Yes, Campbell um, has nice. been the one bright. Spot, He's been a spark, and I think he probably 
going forward will continue to start. I'll be surprised if he doesn't start at Spurs. Swansea's goal scorers, Wayne Routledge, as already mentioned, and Ashley Williams. Not a viable fantasy play, but when he scores goals, they're worth a lot of points since he comes from the back four. This one was, I don't know, what was it, off of his face, head, and chest before going into the net? I mean, he just kind of like got in the way of the ball and directed it into the net. But I shouldn't have brought that up. Let's... You got one more thing? I'm saying I'm absolutely holding Gilfie Sigurdsson. Yes. I, I can't, like, that's another he assisted. guy. He assisted on the Ashley Williams goal. They're not crediting him. They're not crediting him. With the him. assist, but he did get the credit elsewhere for the assist. I don't know how he wouldn't have. And he is another one that it was, how did this guy not score? In the past two, he had two, like... Right in front of him, perfect cross, just an amazing save kept him out of the net. Two two consecutive weeks. I just really like him. Yeah. Nice. All right. Next match. Liverpool, three. Manchester United, nil. Atoning for the uh, League Cup loss, Liverpool gets a win in the league. So what, let's real quickly cover the different range of emotions, Scott. Mm-hmm. How did you feel? Where I'm, I am feeling depression and despair. Mm-hmm. What were your emotions? Which day? The, well, we're, we're just mainly covering <laughs> okay, fair the latest enough. day. But you, My can, emotions? you can speak on both if you uh, want. Well, well I, uh, nothing that I thought on Sunday is probably publishable. Okay. Um, which is why I chose just to send it to you, you we gentlemen. We can always beep it out. If you need to say something, we can always beep it out. Uh, like, that's I can beep true. It out. That, that might actually be funny. And what, what, Profanity's might... funny. Yes. Uh, no, I'll stick to Wednesday. It, it felt right. great. It was really nice to see them put together a workmanlike performance yeah. City has, over City. City hasn't won at Anfield. We do well. We do well against 28 them. 28 tries. Yeah. Yeah, we've done well against them. Uh, it doesn't sound right. It was nice to see. No, You're doubting just, his stats? No, I believe the stat is because I, I trust You're you. You're surprised. What I'm saying is that just sounds like a that just sounds it's like a wrong up. stat. Yeah. Another stat: Liverpool and Chelsea, mm-hmm. the two highest scoring teams in 2016. Mm, I like that. Interesting. I did not know that. Interesting. Yeah, it is interesting. Courtesy of my brother. There you go, Matt. Thanks for the thanks for the stat this morning. Matt's stat of the day. That's that might be a new segment. Brother Matt's stat I nearly of the day. I nearly like sang that in some way to create you know, try to create a, like a theme song for that. And now it's time for Brother Matt's stat of the day. <laughs> so the goal scores for Liverpool were <laughs> were Lalana. Milner and Firmino. Yeah. Dave, for you, you've been saying Roberto Firmino played him. not did, in my team. Did any of you stupid idiots watch Firmino? I, I, I didn't until anyone, last night. If anyone listening, please, we don't take our own advice sometimes. And sometimes that's, our, that's to the advantage. He's the sixth most owned. Really? Midfielder. He at, should be. At 25%. I, but that's one of those guys that we've, you said a couple weeks ago. There are players. The players that are... How much more obvious? <laughs> I don't know. How much more obvious? I finally... I keep not doing it. Yeah. For the And yeah. this week... I at bought Crystal. Coutinho. Oh. <laughs> you bought the wrong pool. Player. So, with the thought of... 
there with and that was a, was the thought of Sturridge back. Firmino is not playing up as much. That that, that yeah. Coutinho's healthy. That they're going to use utilize those guys more often. Origi seems like a legitimate threat. He, he does like, score he looked, a he lot, and so it's just one of those. It was one of those like they can't possibly continue right. I'll get this other guy who's not owned very much, even though he's expensive. Yeah, I ended up selling Alexis Sanchez. Which yeah, that's not that, terrible. That, that, it was not, like, yeah, that's not bad. Could have well, fourteen times that he missed, and so that was that true. was the only nice part of selling Sanchez was watching him fail repeatedly, because then it didn't hurt my heart. <laughs> While you but were then, hating it, he was loving it. Just as Coutinho sits this entire match after after a really good FA Cup final I performance, think, I don't think it was yeah. his performance. I think it was just rest. I think yeah. I think Clark sure. just just wanted to. Just play a different group of guys. Another weird stat: Milner scores in this game. Mm-hmm. Milner has forty-one now goals in the EPL in his career. Okay. And when he scored, his team has never lost. Thirty-four wins, seven draws. Weird stat. That is weird. Also, get that man the ball. Yeah, <laughs> score, score, please. Put more, Milner more in the striker position. What about no, Lallana? no, no. What about Lallana? No, uh, that was a lucky goal. Yeah, it really was. Uh, L- Klopp's no, no. face was hilarious. Lallana, that was a lucky goal. But Lallana, you know, to his credit, I think he shot in heart. Wasn't ready for it, right? Yeah, no, that's true. Arsenal players. Take a note. <laughs> Just put a shot on goal. Maybe they won't be ready for it. Hey, don't yell at them. They're Oh my gosh! First three in a row, Dave. Yeah. Go easy. Unbelievable. Yeah. Um, ease them into trying to score. Lalana had I think his they best need love and nurture right now. Yeah. Affection. Yeah. Could you well, have Arson Wagner yelling at you? That man those, doesn't yell at anybody. Making those weird French. They need, need to start doing something. Let's get off that game. All right, here we go. So, Lallana looked yes. really good. Now, for fantasy yes, purposes, I'm not adding him. I'm no. just saying in real life, Lallana, that was easily his best game as a Liverpool player. Yes, yes, it was. I just I, I bought Firmino after the match last night. I just finally did it thinking, okay. I put him on my bench for this weekend. They're at Crystal Palace, who are sliding. Oh, but is I mean, he is still going to do the... Hennessy still in goal? Well, but is he going to do the on-off thing that he's been doing every oh, other match? That's so the true. thing, you so know? So, Firmino's last five games, 3-12-7-0-13. No, zero was Everton, the postponed match. So, yeah. he's actually okay. had several, several good matches in Touché, a row. Yeah. So maybe he's got, maybe he's worked out of that. Yeah, there is no on off. The, he's just on. He's on. He and they don't have a midweek on. match for the first time in forever. Yeah. So, so in theory, he'll play after a week of rest. City players, <laughs> let's move to them quickly. Yeah. Uh, no. All right. Are we done? Yeah. Are we done with yeah. them now? I'm okay. Not, I don't even want to talk about any. Of There's them. no one worth buying at this point. Only, only because only of- Aguero. And that's only yeah. on the and that's only on the hope that this because is he's else. a striker. Okay, I'll bring this up. Their upcoming schedule: Villa at home, at Norwich United, at Bournemouth. It's I'm just easy it's a pretty easy schedule. <laughs> and let's be honest. Bye, everyone from <laughs> City. What are we talking about? Just saying, if you have some City players, to our point, Brian, you've said this before. At this point, if you're selling them, you're probably losing value, right? So not Aguero. Because I know that because I sold it. <laughs> but I did what I, but I, this is, look, we say we're not taking our own advice. I finally did. I put my money where my mouth has been. And you sold? This whole time I sold, I sold 
Aguero for yeah. Vardy. Yeah. I bought Wabi Kazri. I I bought back in on some players who I had who I had either said or had been thinking I'm going to finally do this. I'm going to do what I say I'm going to do. Right. But I sold Aguero for Vardy, like we talked about last week. Then uh, two weeks. Well, I mean, for it, it worked out a couple weeks ago. Vardy didn't do anything this week, but it didn't hurt me to lose Aguero. City has lost three games in a row. And I don't think, I mean, they have no, their form is bad. Yes, they're terrible. Uh, Willie Caballero maybe should be playing in goal instead of Hart. Uh, I doubt that happens. But uh, as the English would say, three losses on the trot. So, like, what? Everything comes back to poop for you, doesn't it? Uh, trot? <laughs> trot, like you're, like, like yeah, like, yeah, like, yeah, like a horse. Horse. Like, on a, you know, like a slow trot on a horse. Was there anything more hilarious to you, Scott, than oh, than than the Raheem Sterling? Implode, um, no, implosion? honestly, that was even more than winning. I loved seeing him just mm. fail, just miserably he fail. He got sucked off at half. <laughs> I know it was wonderful. Pellegrini pretty much said, "Hey, Sterling, you're such a, a jarhead that you need to be on the bench because they are in." Your head. Well, they were. I mean, he missed what seven oh clear goodness. chances in the Capital One Cup final. It's not that many, but it was a lot. But but wide open, and in a way, yes. that hardly anyone ever is. Right. You would think that maybe he was still playing for Liverpool fragile. in a he city is so jersey. Fragile. He's such a cupcake. <laughs> <laughs> Every and and then Pellegrini says, "I don't know why they boo him. I don't understand why do Liverpool fans boo him." Uh, and then they clue. promptly continued to boo him at Anfield on Wednesday, and he got subbed out at the half. It was it was the highlight of the match for me. He may be a cupcake, but he has the hardest sideburns in the entire uh, league. He does kind of have uh, some Mr. T sideburns, doesn't he? Uh, the Raheem Sterling implosion, not a terrible band name. Interesting. I always like good band names. Works for me. Something to think about. All right, next match, Manchester United 1, Watford 0. 1 Mata. Four one out for Odeon Agallo. That dude How cannot do... That, he could not possibly do This more. guy gets himself in more scoring chances. Oh. He has not scored in his last five games. How many chances did... So I'm, I'm watching the game, taking notes, and one of my first notes is... Um, he would have had four goals in the first half. And then it was like, oh my gosh, again. Like, it was every every three minutes he had, like, and we're talking about almost like one-on-ones with the goalkeeper, and he's getting nothing out of it. Yeah. The shot chart for him, it looks like... It looks <laughs> like, like a layup a, chart on it, basketball? Yeah, it looks like a, like it, if you were going to chart the the assault of a city, like a siege from a military excursion <laughs> as one military group was besieging a city. What, what all of their artillery uh, now, bombardment looked like. Watford was 10th. I don't know where they are currently. but Watford has dropped 12th. They're 12th. Now, but That's still higher than I think most people expected them to be. Sure. Will they, they drop? They're horribly unlucky. Oh, Manchester United, the last two games, have gotten so lucky. They should have lost this game like 5 to nothing. It's true. They got so lucky. Yeah. Well, luck, luck, luck. Let me ask about Agallo real quick. Is Agallo the kind of striker who's going to turn it around and find his form and finish strong, therefore being someone you should buy, or is this the... 
I'm in my first year in the Premier League playing in England, and I've now faded for the rest of the season type of striker performance we should expect? It's a good question. It's a really good point. I don't own him currently. I couldn't necessarily fault anyone from doing it. I think we all did at one point, but we've oh, all I, sold him. I owned him the entire season. Yeah. I sold him this past week to yeah. buy back in on Lukaku. Okay. I I love him. Yeah. He he and Dini together are so, They're so really good. dangerous. They Arsenal's future dangerous. striker... Odian Agallo. Oh, well, we love players who have chances and can't score. So <laughs> He'll fit in perfectly. Yeah, perfect Arsenal form. He's a perfect <laughs> Arsenal player. He's still, I mean, as, as strikers go, he's still, he's still the value, you know, value over some of the other bigger names. But I just, I don't know. It's hard to say. Is Marcus Rashford a striker you should buy instead? Nah. No? Not buying in on Rashford? I don't know. I think, like... You know, Nobody knows, right? No, I mean, one, knows. no one knows. I, there's other proven guys that, that I'm going to go with. I think Rashford, like Martial, um, comes in, doesn't know any better, and all of a sudden he realizes that, that he, where he is where he is, and I don't think he's going to continue it. He started in great form. He looked great in the Arsenal game. Um, he created more chances than he had himself in this game. I think he's, he's going to be a, a great player. Um, but for fantasy purposes, I'm not doing anything with him. That, there's not a United player that I want right now looking at the numbers and form. And, and Agallo and Dini, you know, have slumped a little bit. Yeah. I mean, it wasn't from, for trying, but the bottom line is it's the results. I mean, for fantasy purposes, you want someone who's going to be scoring goals, yeah. and they haven't been getting it done. I mean, this, I mean, neither of those guys have played in the Premier League, I don't think, before this year. Maybe Dini has, but he was in the championship prior to this year. With Watford, I, I just don't, I don't see them being strong enough throughout the rest of the season to, to make it worthwhile. Norwich one, Chelsea two. Luck, see you know, luck, Chelsea. Bottom of my page, Chelsea was lucky again. Costa scored in an offside position, but yes. the points all count the same in yep. fantasy. That's so true. lucky him. Uh, that came after Kennedy scored a goal. Uh, the the first goal for for Chelsea, uh, yeah, for Chelsea. Nathan Redmond put the goal in for Norwich. West Hulahan came back into the lineup. I sang the praises of West Hulahan at the end of last week's podcast, oh, so and then all true. of a sudden he disappeared in the match on Saturday. No one knew why he was out. Did they ever say? They never was? said why what his injury was. Well, he looked good. Listen, he did. I kind of. I didn't snicker, but I kind of had a raised eyebrow to your comment about West Hulahan, and then. I, I watched the game. He looked the best player on the field. Yeah. He looked really, really good. He's one of those guys. You could you could just maybe get value no one else is getting if you play Wes Houlihan. But Chelsea, I mean, they're they're moving up the table. Costa keeps scoring goals. If you are someone who uh, it's not against your principles to buy Diego Costa, yeah. you should do it. He, he should be on your team already. He, I don't think there's a hotter striker scorer right now than him. If, I mean, his last his last five games, two, seven, ten, five, seven. Is it the hitting effect? No, it's the black mask. The goose hitting effect? The, the goose, goose effect. Goose, a the goose, goose. Also a good band name. Uh, the goose effect. Goose hitting reminds me, I was, I, maybe it's a stretch, <laughs> of, he. it sounds like the name and he kind of looks like what I imagine the husband of the witch from Hansel and Gretel would be so the 
<laughs> that's far. No, that's it's perfect. It's perfect. Goose! <laughs> Prepare the candies! Here comes the children. I can't I'm just thinking of his face, the glasses. His cheeks are always so rosy. A little puffy. Very, very Dutch. Very Dutch. Goose! Goose! It's those kids again. Get the candy! Oh, man. Holy smokes. As lucky as Chelsea is, Norwich is extremely unlucky. It's just so sad. Cameron Jerome is the most wasteful striker in the Premier League. Holy crap. The <laughs> only oh, person man. that missed more chances in Igahala was Jerome. Uh, I would. I, He's I'm just a glad. Perfect Arsenal player. Perfect. I'm just glad Watford and Norwich aren't playing anytime soon because that one would be dreadful to watch. Oh my goodness. Uh, at this point in time, but I mean, otherwise, yeah, we've talked about Chelsea and how they're on their way up. They're tenth in the table now. I asked you last week if they're going to play in Europe. That's now their goal. They're make. They were eighth before Wednesday's matches. Now they're tenth. I don't know, man. As sad as it makes me, I Europa can't. League bound Chelsea? Question mark. They're. They have a chance. Aston Villa, one. Everton, three. The goals. Ramiro Funes Mori scores the first. Aaron Lennon, the second. And Lukaku, the third. I do really love Funes Mori just for the rhyme that that, uh, was being out there a little bit. What's the story, Funes Mori? As a as a as a Oasis fan and as a oh. as a person who's a fan of, oh, I, of rhymes that are dumb like that. I sure. Know. What's the story, Funes Mori? It wouldn't surprise me if Roberto Martinez like created that and fed it to the fan club for yeah. Everton. Funes Mori last four games. This is someone who definitely hasn't been on my radar. And shame on me. Last four games, seven seven three fourteen. Yeah, he's really good. His cross, his assist. He had a goal and an assist. And an assist. His assist was really good. I mean, he'd always been up on set pieces attacking the goal. But his assist to Lukaku was amazing. I mean, he looked like he's a, you know, a normal winger. Yeah. Um, Barkley did nothing again, no. which no. is very frustrating. Yeah, I sold him. Uh, and honestly, if you, you know, if you replace him or, or you know, you decide you're going to Buy another Everton player. Funes Mori is the one to buy. Lukaku too. And he just broke Everton's goal scoring record. Yeah, in I'm back season. in on Lukaku. I am too. Uh, Funes Mori and Lukaku, I think, are two guys you're gonna you're gonna find good value there. Aaron Lennon, last five yeah. games, four games. Oh yeah. Right. Ten, ten, three, nine. Yeah, he's in good. He's in Aaron good Lennon. Too. Yep. He is it, in his pro, his cost six point two. Barkley's seven point nine. Where's the value? Yeah. I mean, he's been scoring Barkley's last four games, 16-4-3-3. And, and their schedule's not terrible coming up. You'd expect them to get some results. I mean, this is Roberto Martinez's time of the year. He always, you know, with Wigan, well, he always pulled it out at the end of the year. Their upcoming schedule. I might, I might, West Ham. I might, I might argue a little bit. West Ham. <laughs> granted, That's going to be a great match. Arsenal, West Ham Arsenal's in de- desperate mode. But West Ham, Arsenal... United Watford, right? Skipping Sunderland because of the FA Cup. Yeah, yeah, that makes sense. If you take out that Sunderland match, it does make it look a lot trickier. Southampton after that in the middle of April. Uh, yeah, but again, I, I don't know. Everton's one of those clubs that it doesn't really matter who the opponent is; they're going to find a way to score goals. Usually, I just feel like they usually give up a goal, which they, they did. They usually give up goals. Thanks, Robles. 
who is the new number one keeper. So if you have Tim Howard, I don't know why. But if you're looking for uh, another number one keeper to buy, Robles is going to play in goal and for Everton. And he is cheap. I, I yes. put him on my bench to back up Forster, but I started him this week. And uh, for the most part, that was a good decision until yeah. they let in the dreaded late goal that meant nothing. And um, except Robles lost four points for the clean sheet. If you had asked me a few years ago, Everton would have been the team that I thought I could have an attachment to. What about now? Sure. I still like them. I just feel like they, they seem so... In the ranking of teams that could be near to your heart, where would Everton... Like, I think West just, Ham, Tottenham, Everton... Like, I think they just slipped under Stoke. Oh, I, for, I keep forgetting Stoke's in there. I mean, Everton scored three goals in three of the last four league matches. I mean, they yeah. just they score goals no matter... And they give up goals, but it just means their matches are that much more entertaining. Yeah. And you want to maybe look for some of those guys scoring those goals in your lineup. All right, the next match, Bournemouth 2, Southampton 0. The goal is going to Steve Cook. Everyone had that on there. Yeah, that, that just made me... Everyone playing that, that for That sure. attributed to my depression a little bit, I'm not going to lie. It's a good goal. It was. And then Benekophobi, right after I sold him, put another goal into the net. One of... It's like one of my only players to score this mm. Tuesday, Wednesday was a phobie. Sure. So long, Fraser Forster. It was a good run. <clears throat> it was a good run. He had to. I mean, and he didn't just give up goals. They they weren't. They weren't they great weren't goals. Maybe, yeah, this, these were bad matches for Fraser Forster. Mm. So do you keep him? Put him on your bench now? What do you do? I mean, no, I'm keep I'm keeping him, but it definitely. But you're starting Jack Butland. Instead. I never I never bought him. I lamented that earlier on. Now I'm okay with that decision. I'm okay with Ben Foster. I'm You're okay right, with the, Ben Foster and I'm fine train. with and now welcome back Jack Butler. Sure. Great. Um, the uh, striker situation at Southampton is a bit dismal. I won't uh, hesitate to admit that I was way wrong on Charlie Austin. Um, he's now out for several weeks with an injury. Shane Long went out in this uh, match as well, but apparently the injury is not bad. So I would expect Pella to start, but you might see Long Pella in that match as well. Pella has scored in his last 12 matches. Yeah, it's, it's, it's pretty dire at Southampton right now. I'm not... I mean, I might play Jose Font in, in my a, defense. Maybe. But as, that's right now, that's about as far as Southampton defenders, in my opinion, are the only people that might have some, still some value. I still think yeah. they have some clean sheets in there, but... Virgil van Dijk. Very rich. You know, he's very rich blood, but sure. Yeah. Sunderland 2, Crystal Palace 2. The Palace slide continues. Poor, poor Crystal Palace. Yeah. I will say, I my memory prior to this season of Connor Wickham, yeah. Crystal Palace striker Connor Wickham, was him, in my mind, single-handedly saving Sunderland from relegation <laughs> by scoring goals all of a sudden at the end of the year. I think it was two years ago. Yeah. Uh, now he's doing it again. Four goals in the last two matches. Yeah. Is he a must-buy for the rest of the year? This is his time of the season, right? His cost, 6.2. Not bad. It went up this past week, 0.03, as it probably should. I can't see him coming out of the lineup unless he no, gets hurt. he's not coming out of the lineup. He's going to keep playing. He's in really good form. I think he's going to score more goals. The Adebayor threat. Eliminated. Yeah, gone. Yeah, he's gone. Connor Wickham is going to take his place. I just think, I, I mean, honestly, he's a striker who might score goals with low, uh, you know, coming in at a low cost if you buy him. And, you know, if Vardy's not scoring, Wickham is, 
Yeah, I mean, I think most people, again, it always depends on where you spend your money, but I think mo a lot of people might have two strikers at a higher value and one at a lower. And so Wickham, you know, he's, he's in the Afobi range um, of prices at 6.2. I mean, he's, he's one of the hottest strikers in the league right now. Yeah. So, and at a low cost, that's great value. Yep. The goal scorers for Sunderland, Domondoy and Fabio Barini. Uh, any insight Barini on Barini? Yeah, any insight on that? So it, I guess that's his thing. It's the knife. The hand is yeah. is a knife in the mouth. Okay. But I mean, oh. like he's like, like the, a pirate. Like he's a like, he's like a pirate. some sort of weird mercenary that uses knives. So, that, so that's you're saying that move. that's his move. It is his move. We are all questioning what it's all about, which can only mean that Fabio Barini just never scores, and that's why we've never seen this. He scores rarely, but when he scores, it's hand like a knife in the mouth. Yeah. Well, my only memory of him is spraying shots all over Anfield, never finding the net. He always he definitely found the net at Sunderland more than he has at Liverpool. Well, that was that was for sure. Bully for him. Stoke one, Newcastle nil, the Good goal scorer Shakiri. Yeah, okay, so they didn't win 3-0. They didn't win 3-0, yeah. but they But won, they didn't draw either. They won both they matches. They won two on the trot, nonetheless. On the trot. Uh, Shakiri scored the goal. Um, are you what buying? a goal. Are you buying Shakiri? Uh, you know. It just, he's great. He's great if you he talk plays. About, talk about in form, 6-6-10 six, six, in his last three, a goal and two assists. It just seems like a guy, though, he impacts his club more than he's going to score fantasy points. But those are good numbers, 6-6-10. Six, yeah. six, and ten. And, he, and he and Arnautovic seem to have a, I mean, that... When well, they play together, it is that big and it's They have a fashion connection. Yeah. Shikari, they love each other. They I better be careful. <laughs> Shakiri is, he's... <laughs> It, he could you could dress him up as a as a Oompa Loompa. Trade point. I yeah. was thinking that he too. is a perfectly shaped and, and if they face colored his skin like Donald Trump's skin, like that orange look, it would be perfect. That would make Mark Hughes Willy Wonka. I <laughs> I like Shakiri six dollars and forty cents. More importantly. Cheap. Only only five point nine percent owned. I mean, you'll expect that'll go up because I mean that's what he's he what he's done has been really good. Yeah. And Stoke, Stoke's next four at Chelsea, home Southampton, at Watford, home Swansea. They're one of those teams that is not going to be. They get a definite game, so you're not going to lose. You're not going to lose them in two weeks, and then. Which one of those scares you? Chelsea scares everybody right now a little bit, but Southampton, they're at home against Southampton. At Watford, who cares? Home Swansea, so what? <laughs> like, I, I, I bought back, I bought Arnautovic back again. Really? I didn't quit him, I bought him back, I sold Ali and was able to go straight from Della Ali to, Mark, to Arnautovic. Wow. So after the two, I don't know that I would have done that. After the two... That's impressive. After the two goals, yeah, I, I, I'm this, that's part of putting your money where your mouth is. I, wow. I believe in nice Stoke, job. and so I'm buying back in on Arnado. I think you're back to some good Stoke here. Where was Imbula? Uh, we touted Imbula. Imbula was this close, and I'm making a tiny gap with my fingers here. Yeah. Very close to scoring. Probably should have played Darnadovich on the on his mitts, but he was extremely close against Newcastle to scoring. 
Arnautovic, two goals, uh, scored the two against against Villa. The second yeah. one was stupid. Yeah. <laughs> but um, but should have scored in this one. Put one, put one Giroud like blasted it against the top woodwork. Yeah. That very easily could have gone. Arsenal will probably sign him too. Another guy who. Actually, they won't because he actually scores. Well, bottom line is, podcast fans, if Arsenal doesn't beat Tottenham, you're probably going to want to listen to this podcast next week. Because <laughs> no. there might hey, be listen, an implosion. If they lose, I'm just not showing up. <laughs> it's going to be, you guys are going to have to carry it. I'm just not even going to show up. Oh, sorry, Dave. Whatever. It's so stupid. Well, those are the matches from the middle of the week. We hope you enjoyed the fantasy football f- uh, feast like we did. And we mean football in the soccer sense of the word. Always. Always. Uh, we hope you look forward to this weekend's matches. Take a deep breath. The stretch run is here. Ten match days to go. Make good choices. In other words, go opposite of anything I've suggested. Listen to us. <laughs> Don't do as we do. Do as we say. Absolutely. Until next time. <laughs>